Blog Talk Radio. It's the Tim and Tom Show on the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. The Tim and Tom Show is a unique look from two guys who have lived life to the fullest and now are looking back at the celebrities, news stories, and other things in a changing world and giving you their honest reactions. The Tim and Tom Show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New of newlawoffice.com. Also brought to you by Makeup Kennedy at facebook.com slash makeupkennedy. And brought to you by wowfreecam.com. It is available anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts. And now we go to your host of the Tim and Tom Show. Here's TR and Tim. Take it away. Good evening and welcome to a surprise broadcast of the Tim and Tom Show. They let Tom out of his prison for the evening. And he managed to get a hold of a phone and has contacted me in the Great White North. And here we are. Thomas, how are you tonight? Well, a little correction. I escaped uh, when they were transporting me to from one prison to a uh, mental ward. And... Ah. I am I am armed and dangerous, uh, but I figured I'd do a show because I doubt they'd be able to trace anything, right? Well, not with our high-tech equipment. And yeah. You know, as we hide like the fan in the background and, and shit. <laughs> millions and millions of uh, of high-tech fans we have that protect us. Well, they the, say the black net. As they say, hide in plain sight. True enough. So, you've been a busy, Just busy blend guy. the fuck in. I also <sighs> had an interesting weekend, and I am once again in the middle of uh, forest fire country. You'd swear it was. Uh, it's only eight. Only eight o'clock here, and you'd swear it was two in the morning. As the smoke has choked out the sun, and everything is gross and smelly, and. Not a good time up here in the Great White North right now, but we're still alive, so it could be worse. Um, yeah. In the big yeah. PA. If, you're, if you're a glass, if you're a glass half full kind of guy, but uh, that kind of sucks, man. I, you know, re- realistically speaking, fire is something that you know people in California often deal with in the West Coast, and uh, I guess your area is no stranger, but. It's something that people, Philadelphians like me, take for granted as because uh, it rarely ever happens around here, especially obviously well, forest fires. But uh, good luck up there, buddy. The, the crazy part fire. is the fire. The fire is nowhere near here. We're getting smoke from right. another province, if you would believe it or not. It's the, the yeah. province of BC, which I guess would be about. That's yeah, about the same size as Alberta, so uh, large, large area is about 90%. There's fires everywhere, and that's, there's so much smoke that it's literally blowing over the top of the Rocky Mountains and is is where I live. Like, it's blowing, like, you know, a thousand miles, this smoke. It's crazy. It's totally nuts. Like, we don't have a fire anywhere near us. Just for eating other people's smoke, so it, it's very strange and uh, it sucks. You get up in the morning and it smells like you, uh, you know, that you were like you, you know, that smell you get when you. Well, no, I guess you don't really, you just don't really do that much. If you go camping and you're any, anywhere near a, a fire, 
and you don't really notice it until you get home, and then you realize that everybody smells. Stays in your yeah 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 in your you know and then everybody in your... smells. Yeah, that's the and smell even... you get when you walk outside. Significant smells can even, I guess, kind of stay in your nostrils or something because uh, not necessarily fire, but any any kind of strong odor like that, I seem to smell for a long time after. Yeah, but. You know, it, yeah it's, it's like if you go to work or you go to, uh, you know, the first time you go to somebody else's house, everybody's house has got a smell, right? You know, home, home yeah. smells how home smells and the neighbor smells how the neighbors and that, except, you know, it's a gross smell. And then the smoke is uh, uh, a little tough on the eyes, too. I'm glad I'm not old, old. It must really be sucking right now for somebody who's, you know, you're 70 years old and got uh, any kind of uh, respiratory troubles or issues. It must really bite. But luckily I don't. So it, the only thing worse it could be worse. Like, but yeah, I mean, it could be worse in one example if Ashley Judd pulled down her panties. But other than that, I can't think of any... Any difficulty in breathing, that would be more <laughs> Ashley Judd. Don't get me started. Stench from the canyons of death. Well, yeah, you brought her up, so we might as well jump right to her. Um, Is she in the news? Well, Asia Argento. Uh, Asia Carrera? Girlfriend. Asia Argento, not Carrera. You wish Carrera. If it was Carrera, we'd have a story. Nancy, Argen- hey. Nancy Argentino? <laughs> Nancy Drew, um, for one of the beginning, um, one of the first la- one of the first ladies to throw rocks at Mr. Weinstein. Now it comes out that she's bought off an underage man for alleged sexual abuse. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all fucking in- it's fucking insane. It I mean, a hundred percent, totally insane. Hollywood is the biggest pedophilia ring slash sex slash so, whatever right, forever. But, but, but this is where it gets weird. So this guy, apparently they bought this guy off. Apparently Anthony Bourdain was the one who did the buying. She's thrown her dead boyfriend underneath the bus because he, of course, is, if you don't know, killed himself a couple months back there. So Allegedly. Allegedly. She's blamed it all on him. She had nothing to do with it. It was all his idea. And now, of course, the Me Too ladies, who a week ago were always, always, always believe someone who tells you they've been abused. Always. You know, if somebody has the courage to come forth, we have to listen. Well, you know, we don't uh, Rose McGowan. Oh, well, you know, we don't have all the facts. So let's just let's hold back the judgment. Uh, who was the other one? The one that really pissed me off. She says it's a uh, fucking uh, that Weinstein is behind it. That he's bought off this kid somehow. <laughs> it's just like no, this woman did something to to this underage boy, and she got caught. The truth came out, and she got caught. Let's I never really gave her a second look. Was she any good Let's throw her under the... Well, he, he was 17. She was on a TV show or in a movie or something with this kid. He was 17. She was 37. He uh, said nice that she used to come to... Yeah, she said, she, he said she used to come to the hotel room, would blow him, and then fuck him. Now, as we all think, okay, well, not a bad gig. 
but still <laughs> morally reprehensible for the 37-year-old, regardless of how the 17-year-old boy felt about it. But apparently, they all uh, want equality. Was, well, apparently he was going to sue her, and they hushed him with some hush money. And her her argument, of course, is, well, I never did anything. I just wanted it to go away, so I paid him. Huh, that's an interesting. Uh, we've heard that song from Weinstein and some other guys, and it didn't work for them. So then that didn't work, so then today she threw her ex-boyfriend under the bus. Well, it was all him. It wasn't me. I didn't know he didn't do it. Poor Dane got murdered. I, I'm sure it was more of a shit that comes so, out. He was just running with the wrong fucking crowd. I'm trying to remember who the uh, who the other lady was. A fairly big name in Hollywood, too, That who claims it's all a Weinstein. Nell Carter? I'd have I'd have more <laughs> I'd have more faith in that than I would in whoever this woman was. I can't Give me remember a break. another one of the so I, I just in her show and a pause. Yeah, that went right. Yeah, I'm in that kind of mood because right. I don't really have nothing to say. But go ahead. Yeah, that went right fine. No, but it's just it's it's the whole thing of whether she did or didn't, I don't even care. It's just the fact that if it's a woman if it's a Hollywood woman who says she's been mistreated, by God, you better believe it, and we want heads better start rolling right fucking now. Now, when it turns out yeah. that it's a woman who did it to a dude, well, now we've got to calm down and step back, and uh, let's wait for the facts to roll in before we get too excited. Let's not ruin let's not ruin Asia Argento's life because, uh, you know, she may have not have... Uh, uh, the whole, the whole thing is she... The whole thing is, uh, I mean, you just said she may not have done it, but earlier I was gathering that she did do it, and the whole the whole controversy is if she paid him or Bourdain paid him to shut up. Or am I reading into this wrong? Well, she claims she is the accused party, but she claims that yeah, Bourdain is the, the blow one job who paid giver. Him. Yeah, yeah, he, but she claims it was Bourdain who did the who who did the paying. Because he felt that they're there, they didn't need the publicity. So, <laughs> so what, where's where's old dude? Which is funny like, because first, that's first exactly all, that's exactly what Weinstein says. Yeah, he doesn't deny doing it. He just says that it, they were willing participants, and and uh, I paid them off to shut them up because I didn't want to hear uh, about it anymore. You know, for some we're pro man. We're pro man because we are men, I guess. At least I can speak for myself. I guess to some degree. And but. and and we and we add a little for on air for shtick, but that fucking Weinstein's a savage. I'm sure there were some willing whores like oh, Ashley. Oh no, yeah, Ashley don't get Judd. me wrong. I'm I'm He's not attempting to hold. Yeah, I'm not at all attempting to uh, that this somehow exonerates Harvey Weinstein from anything he did. All I'm saying is, is if when this and this was this wasn't just a guy, this was a lawyer. I guess this kid had a had a multi-million dollar lawsuit in place. And, and you know what his name out. is? Um, yeah, but I've never heard of him. Jimmy Jimmy Bennett. I was hoping his who, name was it, Dan, so I could call him Stormy Daniel. <laughs> My my point is is my whole problem with it is is that like I said when it was on, when it was all about male misogyny, 
but it was quite okay to bury everybody. We should treat. In fact, somebody went on Rose McGowan's Twitter and retweeted her tweet where we, you know, there are three things you need to do. Believe the accuser is their first thing. Well, okay, somebody has accused a woman, but that now it, now the rules don't apply anymore. She should get exactly the same treatment as everybody else, which in all Amen. honesty is let is let's let's hold on a minute and see what is actually true. Anybody can accuse anybody of anything. You know, you could you and I have never met, and yet you could go and to the papers tomorrow and say, "Well, we secretly did meet once upon a time," and. And I abused you. <laughs> you did. You're two years older than me. It was when I was 16. Yeah, and because because I'm the old guy, then I, I'm the yeah, you know. So I mean, anybody can accuse. That that's this is why you shouldn't go running, crying wolf. Let's see what really happened first before we bury this poor woman. Although I don't find her to be a very poor woman, but still, she should have the same rights that, or she should have the rights that they didn't afford to people like I don't know Chris Hardwick, for instance, who was immediately buried, and they were trying to get his job. And I mean, whether Chris Hardwick personally is a decent guy or not, I don't know, but don't care. He, it's just not right. But I think it's I funny still haven't. Hollywood eat I their still own. haven't seen him back. I mean, I know he's he's been kind of clear. Yeah, no, he is. I I saw he was back on. Uh, Whatever it, he does there, um, talking, talking dead, the walking, the, yeah, the talking dead or whatever. He was, he was back. So, frequent guest CM Punk, by the way. But go ahead. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, I well, never I watched the show or that, but uh, I, I guess, would see on Meltzer. I, I guess you got to do something when you spend your time recovering from beatings. Uh, this was this was pre uh, MMA life. This was. Yeah, he was just a wrestler who liked Talking Dead in that Chicago accent. Yeah, I never. I, I I will admit we did. We used to watch it, and then it, as like all shows, it kind of jumped the shark and it started to get stupid, and we gave up on it. So we watched it. Hey, hey, hey! Remind me later of a superpower that I would take because people have always said that, and I'm like, that's gay. But I thought of one that I like. Uh, not now yeah, right. or later. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but back to back to Asia. Uh, she is a filthy, dirty little whore. No matter if she was abused or not by Weinstein or fucking Bourdain or whatever the hell's going on, I like her for blowing that seventeen-year-old and then jumping on that rod. Give me some Asia. Well, I fucking tell you whore. what. If I was seventeen years old. And she's not horrible looking by any stretch. Uh, I don't care how old the woman was. If she was good looking, <laughs> staring sucking my dick, <laughs> I'm all for it. I'm all in, and I ain't telling a soul ever. I got boners at 17 when I thought about yeah. making out with a woman. Then it, then it would be, you know, now that I'm 18, you can, you can keep doing that. And do you have any friends who would like to do it to me? Because I... Uh, I have more boner than you have time. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on this medium, but I miss those days where you could be with a woman. Say at that age, you grab a <laughs> hotel room because you have nowhere to go, and 
you forgot your condom is in like the other room, like say the bathroom of the hotel. So with your erection, you wake up or get up rather, stroll to the bathroom, unwrap the wrapper, put it on and come back and never lose your erection and go right back in. I miss my late teens. Yes, I I can safely say I used to wake up mornings and I could have went and cut glass with that thing. (laughs) As Dennis used to say, my dick was harder than Chinese arithmetic. (laughs) Yeah, same same diff. I mean, and you didn't need a reason. You just it's because you were you didn't even have to be awake. Yeah. Lord forbid, Lord forbid, a female came anywhere near you that you had even a slight inkling for. Then the damn thing had to, you know, try to have a look to see what was going on. Oh, those were the days. It looked fucking, in my case, it looked bigger when I was a little scrawny dude, man. Maybe I should drop some weight and I'll, I'll appear to have a bigger penis. But anyway, we were talking about Weinstein. And I get hosed because i got really big hands, so it just looks like another finger. It's kind of a ripoff. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I mean, big hands and big feet are supposed to be ladies' yeah. telltale signs. Yeah, yeah well... So they say. I am I am a freak of nature physically because I have the tiniest fucking feet. I have the longest upper torso, short legs. I could palm a basketball back in the day with my hands, so I make no fucking sense. I got webbed feet too. I think I told you. Yes, and I, I can't is. swim any better. And uh, <laughs> I'm just I was I was born supposed to be retarded, and some may think I am. Yeah. You can't stop free thought, you know. No, you can't. Um, and what was I thinking of? Uh, I'm, I'm not working tonight for for a, a specific reason. It's my it's my twentieth uh, work day, and uh, when one reaches thirty, I uh, might have crossed signals there. But one, ten more work days, basically, I am. Uh, uh, eligible to join the uh, unknown u- union that I won't say. But off air, I'll tell you a little something as to why I'm off tonight. That's a spoiler really? for off air. Oh, boy. Well, I'm, I'm, I just can't wait for the time to go by now. Damn uh, Well, on that uh, note, uh, and moving on from Asia Argento and Harvey Weinstein and all this nonsense. To some other nonsense that's and I just see this Say just Feinstein? Came up on my, no, that's that? you said Feinstein, that was a different Well, uh, we had Diane Feinstein, we was, that's another twit, but that's for another day. Um I was talking about R F video. But anyway. Oh now you're moving to a whole other place. I, I saw that I don't know shot. if you saw this if you saw this story about this Molly Tibbs Molly Tibbetts, this girl that went missing in I believe it was Iowa. We've been looking for is her that, forever. Is that how? Is that how the uh, the dude from Fat Albert would say tits? Hey, but baby, you begotten knives of tibbets. That's tibbets. Well, un- un- <laughs> as we attempt to throw some humor in, unfortunately, they found her today dead. Uh oh! Um, I'm making and, fun of the name of a dead girl. And, well, you didn't know. And promptly, shock of all shocks. He arrested an illegal uh, a guy who's an illegal for killing this woman. Oh, 
you won't catch so, any retweets from the Democratic liberals on that one. They retweet no, everything. No, barely. It's funny because it's barely even made the news. There was a big hubbub that they found her body. That made the news big time. And then as soon as it came out that the guy they arrested was an an illegal immigrant who has been in this country for seven years while they've been trying to kick his ass out. Um, Keep protesting ICE. Well, how do you... Okay, there again, I'm not an American. I mean, we have uh, have immigrants up here, but not very many illegal ones because, well, you got to be half mad to want to live up here in the cold anyway. You know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the Mexicans and uh, Latinos and people like that really don't want to live up here because it's too cold for them. Um, what do you tell now? What do you say to people who, uh, you know, you've got the Democrats who basically want to open up the borders and think everybody in there under the sun should just be able to come freely if they're oppressed. Uh, how many how many lives does it take before that before somebody goes okay? Obviously, um, you know we just can't go and and deny anybody entry into the country. But there's got to be a better way than how we're doing it. Yeah, there is. There's, if somebody if somebody interpreted it a different way than Trump's been, because Trump talks like white trash, they wouldn't be so up in arms if they didn't dislike him as a person. Um, Obama said basically the same thing um, about border protection. I mean, protection. this girl was a good-looking, sweet, good-looking girl and was a whole rockin', I believe, 20. 20 years old. Yeah. And this, and this scumbag, because I ain't got another word for him, but scumbag, and it doesn't matter. He He happened to be Mexican, but that's got, to me, that has nothing to do with it. I don't care what nationality he was. He's an illegal. Um, he shouldn't have been here, or shouldn't have been there. How 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 can you justify that policy? That all these people should just be free to come and go as they please, because after all, they're just people trying to get a better life. When this kind yeah. of this isn't the fir- this isn't the first time this has happened. Either. Now I'm not against immigrants. I might sound like I am, but I'm not. I just think you know there's rules, and if they know. Like, they knew this guy was there and that he was illegal, but didn't do anything about it. My question is, why is this any different than if we know Tom Robinson robbed the bank down the street, but we just choose not to bother? I don't get it. Uh, is, there just, is there just so many of them that it's just too much of a problem to deal with? Or, or is it that hot topic an issue? Or... I, I really don't. I don't have an answer. Um, Fair enough, because I don't either. Some, I mean, I don't know what if if they told me, well, Tim, you can you can handle it. How do you want to handle it? I really don't know how I would either. Coming uh, coming from the large metropolis, I believe we're down to sixth, but we were fourth before Houston, and then somebody else I think took over Philly as number four. But anyway. We're in the top six, definitely, probably top five metropolis areas, whatever that plural would be, metropolis, whatever the hell I'm trying to say. you got um, one big-ass city. Yeah, that's that's the word. Um, so it's, it's different. I, I live in a different world, literally almost, than you. And 
I see shit that disgusts me on many levels uh, every day. Uh, I can't, I mean, first of all, I mean, to, to break character for a minute, uh, rest in peace, young lady, and to family and friends involved, and it's just a sad story, and that's the legit shoot uh, commentary. Uh, it does happen far too often with these young ladies uh, from pretty much teenhood with the Internet on. And I'm not going to blame the Internet, but it certainly had a climb when uh, these creepers had access to people when they got a certain age. But uh, let's just say 15 to 25, it happens a lot. And, yeah, we could bury the... Uh, the illegal scum, as you said, piece of shit. I mean, the, the right thing to do would be to shoot him in the fucking head or public hanging like other countries or beheading. Um, but we won't do that because we're a nation of peace. Well, no. But anyway. There's no, no, no answer either, I suppose. But uh, it happens with legal fucking retards too. And uh, I just don't get... It. I, I mean, uh, I've, I've tackled the rape issue before of how you could actually be aroused by physically overtaking, punching, etc. from someone who obviously doesn't want to be with you romantically, how you could even perform for that. But, you know, that's yeah, disgusting and heinous too. enough. But then to kill, I mean, uh, you know stereotypical or not, how she going to identify you? Some Mexican dude? I mean, people, she, I guess, it's you know, like she's going to draw a great composite. I, I guess if I, if I if I really had my druthers, I guess this would be the way I'd deal with it. All right. Anybody who is uh, an illegal, and they seem to know who they are. It doesn't seem to be much of a secret on who these people are and aren't. If you are an illegal, you have, you know, what is it, uh, August? So let's say you have from September the 1st to Christmas, you've got three months to come down to immigration and file that you're an illegal. We'll run you through the paperwork, and if you're not a piece of shit, we'll let you, you we'll give you your citizenship. We'll give you your citizenship because you're here anyway. Anyone who fails to comply to this in this three-month period, we're going to make the assumption that you don't want to be a citizen. And if we come and get you or know where you are or whatever, we're going to deport you. No questions asked. None of this bullshit of, uh, like, what I know right now, like, there's all kinds of cases in court. Okay, what, what, I, I don't understand. You're here illegally. What grounds can you possibly have to be here? You're not a citizen. You don't have right. you don't have any rights. Let's say, well, the Constitution right. protects these people. Well, no, it doesn't. The Constitution protects Americans. It doesn't protect yeah. illegal. You know, I don't get it. But and then it would be from now on. This is how you can get in. These are the new rules for getting into America. If you want to be a uh, want to become American, this is what you have to do. And if you don't do it, and we catch you here, we're sending you back to your country of origin. End of story. Sounds like a good plan. It but would be opposed by by guess who? White chick. Oh, I know who would deploy. I know who would, but but I don't know how they can. 
especially when this kind of thing, all I got to do is put this story up there and go, now, how are you going to defend this? You can't. But they will say it's, it's one in a million and it's an exception. It's one too many. That, yeah. would be, that would be like saying, well, pedophiles are one in a million, so we'll just ignore them. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Being on the... Being on the left for that kind of stuff is—it's just how they see things, and I—I I, I don't get it. I, you know, they tell me I get it up here. Well, you—you you have such a cold heart. Why don't you love people? Because most people are assholes. <laughs> that's why. People are scumbags. There's a reason yeah. most people are leaving. Where, where? Yeah, there are some who are trying to make a better life, and there are some who are trying to get out of some shithole where they're fighting the civil war and all this kind of stuff. But for every one of those, there's another one who's just looking to, you know, the reason they come to America is because of the handouts. You know, if you came here and they just said, they said, well, welcome to America. Yeah, you better go find a job, and uh, we'll get, you know, we'll give you food stamps like we do to our own people, or whatever, put you on welfare for a while, or whatever the case may be. And if you can't make a go of it, you get to go back to where you came from. How many people would come? Not anywhere near as many. Uh, but that's a whole other story for a whole other day. Moving on, I just thought it was sad that she was that this poor woman's life was ended by a person who shouldn't even be in the country. I found that to be yeah, it a is. Tough, it is uh, a bitter pill to swallow. A story um, I don't know. I don't. A story I don't know if if we've shared because we didn't know when we were going to be free. But it just popped into my head about dumb people. Um, <laughs> That I'm sure you saw, but I don't think we shared. Uh, this uh, uh, yeah, millennial couple, uh, what they do, uh, uh, hiked or bike road or something across Iraq oh, because God, yeah. everybody to prove that people are not evil and they got stabbed to death. Now it's not cool to laugh at somebody's death, but. It is, it is when you might as well have put the gun to your own head and pulled the trigger. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, what a dumb how incredibly, Yeah, how incredibly stupid. They probably met at one of those stupid rallies and didn't even know why they were there. Like, yeah, I think everybody's too, cool, you know, don't there's you? A, there's a certain element of, uh, even in the religious neck of the woods, who believes that you know, everybody deep down is just a good person. No. Nope. For every good person, there's two assholes. And one of them is an evil motherfucker. One's just a dick. Yep. The other one's an evil fuck who enjoys uh, putting the pain on you. Or hurting people or animals or whatever the case may be. And people just, I don't know. People, people really, like young people particularly... They really want to see the good side of everything, and that's wonderful to a point until it becomes stupid, like in that case where let's just let's bike through you know wherever wherever it was you know some war torn country full of Muslims who hate Americans just to prove that we could and that we won't get nobody will harm us and then of course, like you say, they're stabbed to death or whatever happened to them, but you know. Yeah, I laugh, well, what, but I mean, it's, do you remember the particulars? Were they hiking or what was the deal? I believe they were biking, if memory serves. Biking, but even that, like, you can't even get away from anybody. You what's know, what a, a what's, a, what's a stupid? 
what's a stupid millennial name? Chad or something? You know, it's, hey, it was Chad. Chad and Buffy who were out. And bu- yes, Buffy, I got a great vacation plan. What's that, honey? Let's bike across Iraq just to prove how nice those people are. These goddamn stupid Republicans think everybody's out to kill. We'll show them. Yeah, and then uh, I would like to know like what the uh, what what the uh, what their parents' response was when they found out their kids were dead. Uh, they probably still haven't found out. They probably disowned them once they started talking all that nonsense. Fucking losers. Uh, I can't even say I hate to see young people die when they pretty much, like you said, put a gun in their mouth by being idiots. Um, and I am a father. If my daughter did something this stupid and made it public, I would be like, nope, over my dead body, you okay, dumbass. Well, I, have to, I have to be honest. I mean, the, the whole, the whole uh, as I look at this story some more, Apparently these two clowns. I mean, they were they were going to prove humans are kind by biking around the world. Oh, that's even smarter. I'm glad they got fucking caught already. And yet, and yet there is some doubt that. But, but you know, this is this is the funny part. Uh, American couple killed the bike while biking around the world, and then it's uh, it's one of these stories where they're trying to put shade on the story um, there's no real Push. evidence that these people were killed by terrorists well what does it matter who killed them they got, <laughs> they got killed in a foreign country I don't I don't care who it was what what does it matter if it was a criminal right. element or gangsters or like who, who cares yeah. uh, they're trying to you know they really you know almost trying to say that well ISIS isn't really that bad you know, ISIS militants in Tajikistan claimed responsibility for the murder of the terrorists. They ran into some Muhammad Atta motherfuckers that don't care for their own life, much less others. Right. Who, who want to who scream Allah Akbar and fucking don't even care if, if they live. And they think they care if these two fucking uh, tree huggers live. Fucking dopes. Dumbbells. They also argue that they they don't know for sure if their real motivation for their trip was to uh, to show that uh, you know people were good all over the world, just that they were adventure seekers. You know that was the only real reason. Well, you got what you matter. wanted. Yeah, it still doesn't matter. What a ridiculous way to to, to lose your life. Because I was going to say, I mean, you've got a daughter. I can't, I, and I, I've got a son. I mean, my daughter's too old. Though. I, I couldn't, well, my son's too old, too, for that matter. But I'll go back. If my adopted daughter would have come to me and said, hey, Dad, when she was 18 or 19, I'm going to bicycle around the world. That would have been the hell you're not. Good luck right with on. that. Yeah, good, good luck with that. And it would, she would have said, well, how are you going to stop me? As I got up and broke one of her legs. Yeah. And the yeah, boy, pretty much. Well, yeah, and the son, it would have been, uh, no, you're not going, and uh, this is why, as I beat you into submission here in the living room. Like, you want to go biking? You can go biking in Alberta or across Canada even, and I, that would give me the heebie-jeebies, let alone around the world. Wake up. There are bad people everywhere, and just because you guys don't 
think they come out of the woodwork doesn't mean that they don't. I got a friend who's who's got a daughter who's just a gorgeous thing and is 22 or 23 years old. Just a fucking drop dead gorgeous girl. And she's another one of these ones. Said, "Well, I'm going to go to I'm going to go somewhere." You know, she'll go to Edmonton or, you know, you know, six, seven-hour drive from home and goes by herself. You know, her mother's like, well, phone me when you get there. Oh, Mom, what do you worry about? <laughs> well, you're a, you're, a, you're a 23-year-old girl. I guess even hot doesn't even enter into it. You're a 23-year-old girl traveling alone. End of story. You're a prime target for any male scum, and there's male scum in Canada, too. All things not good. No, it's a, it's a, it's tough being a parent these days. I'm glad I don't. Uh, I'm glad I'm not like twenty. I'm just starting out. It's like the Chris yeah. Rock joke. If you use your ATM card at three thirty in the morning, it ain't for nothing good. <laughs> no, probably not. Unless you just uh-huh. got off work or something, and you're going to buy groceries uh-huh. at the twenty-four hour. But other than that. All right, enough of the the silly news. Let's let's move on. Uh, Busy, busy weekend in the wrestling world. Uh, NXT TakeOver, SummerSlam, uh, Raw, and SmackDown all in the books. Uh, Some interesting interesting, uh, booking. Some some people uh, uh, totally pissed. Uh, me being one of them, and yet hats off to WWE for some magnificent booking, even though I hated every minute of it, but magnificent nonetheless. Um, I didn't watch NXT, so I don't have a lot to say about that. I heard it was pretty damn good, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, you know, got any quick comments about uh, TakeOver, if you saw it? Yeah, I, I saw most of it. I uh, I thought that Adam Cole Bay Bay uh, worked the way he works, which is a WWE kind of style, uh, a Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels kind of style, and where he's not like a young buck, where they, you know, the revival says more fists and no flips or whatever. Cole's just like a worker. Like so, uh, you know, he worked. He works very well in his own way. He's got charisma. He's got a look. Could use a few more pounds, but you know, whatever. It's the new new age of wrestling. And Ricochet is just this fucking freak of nature. That other than Satoru Sayama, uh, when he was in '82 as the original Tiger Mask, or Ray Mysterio versus Psychosis at the ECW arena. There's nobody in wrestling history that can really compare to Ricochet as far as that style of work. And the styles didn't contrast. They worked awesome together. And uh, hats off to those two fuckers. And a title change to boot. So I love that shit. Uh, Truthfully, I shouldn't say this on air, but... The main event, as much as I like the old style and the slow burn and the slow build and feuds that lasted forever, when I saw Gargano and Ciampa, I went and got some food because I figured they'd be there for at least a half hour. 
and I didn't even really watch the first 15 to 20 minutes, I guess, and then just kind of came for the end. And the end was what I expected, very good, but uh, I'm tired of those two against each other. And I I do think you mentioned some booking stuff. Um, I think it's pretty cool. I don't know why I'm saying this, and I don't know how to elaborate, but I think it's pretty cool that Gargano never wins yet stays over somehow. And I don't know if they're, if they tested it one too many times, but, uh, what, whatever the case may be, it's pretty badass that a guy could be on every takeover main event and never win. I think he won one match, but he never beat Ciampa to my recollection, but I could be corrected by some nerd, but, um, he, he seems to always lose, which, I. uh, from what I saw, it was an excellent match as well. So, the rest of the stuff yeah, is what fair, it was. Fair enough. Um, I did get lucky enough to watch almost all of the SummerSlam, even though uh, I had uh, uh, company which kind of ruined it, which I'll get into off off air. Um, you and Nate I were too, fucking as, social butterflies, I, Sunday. Yeah, as I too have. Uh, well, it wasn't by choice, trust me. Um, but anyway. Uh, some extremely interesting booking on SummerSlam. I don't remember the last pay-per-view I saw with squash matches. Yeah. Um, Been a while. I, uh, a, DQ, a DQ in a title, in a title, in a title bout was another one that I, I don't think I'd seen in a while. Uh, yeah, they might have some new blood writing. Yeah, I don't know who had the book for SummerSlam, but somebody or somebody uh, pulled the trigger on a few. Uh, like, I didn't like uh, one of the squashes, mind you, because uh, I sort of sit there and go, okay, well, that's a pay-per-view. But then I guess, you know, people don't pay money. You know, it's not the old-style pay-per-view where you coughed up 50 bucks you know, or whatever to watch it. You know, if you got the network, you, you didn't, you know, you're paying what you're paying, right? And you, you saw it, so... Um, I don't have a match uh, order in front of me, and I'm not about to go get one. But uh, I enjoyed very much, uh, contrary to most of the Internet, I thought the Charlotte-Becky-Carmella match was pretty good. Uh, I was amazed that Carmella could even do anything I didn't know she could, and she actually wasn't too bad. Uh, I loved the turn. The heel turn worked for me. I, I, I mean, not that I didn't see it coming, but still. That worked for me. Uh, what else happened in there that uh, was worth You mean about? the babyface turn in this bizarro era? Yeah, uh, and, and she didn't just she didn't just turn up. They, they didn't do like they did with the uh, uh, Bailey uh, Sasha turn, where they kind of teased it and and left right. it at that. She she she, you know, she beat shit out of her, and there was no yeah. doubt that uh, who had just and yeah. <laughs> And yet, uh, well, well, we'll get to that when we get to SmackDown. Um, so that happened. So that was good. Uh, I'm trying to think. Carmella, I hate to, I hate to, admit, I hate, I hate to admit it, but Carmella, uh, I don't know. She's looking she, a lot hotter she impressed than me lately. The, she impressed the shit out of me. I was pretty I sure care. she couldn't care do anything. Could work. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think but. she could do anything, and she actually didn't look. I mean, she wasn't okay. Obviously, she's not the worker that the other two are, but she didn't look retarded. 
you know, she held her own yeah. a little bit, and they didn't, they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't take the route that they did in the other ladies' match, which, which seeing that seems to be on my mind, I'll talk about that one. Um, okay, I got no problem with them making Ronda the champion. We all know why they did that: instant name recognition, uh, money, mainstream mainstream press coverage, money, right? But to shit all over your entire women's raw division in such a manner, like she never even got, she never hit her once. She had no offense, zero. Uh, I don't understand why it had to be such a hardcore squash. Because I don't see, okay, where well, now what? All right, so Ronda's a beast. Well, we already all knew that. That's no secret. Uh, who's she going to fight now? Uh, I can I can speculate on that. Um, I, I was I'm totally on the opposite end. I was hoping that a five foot tall, non fighting Alexa Bliss, who has a mysterious following, I don't get, but you guys don't get my following, Sasha Banks. So, to each his own. But uh, it would be preposterous to to have that little girl fight a world class fighter and get in any offense, even if it was a sports choreograph entertainment, whatever you want to call. It. But that's my opinion. But real quick. Uh, who she gonna fight? I think it. I think there might have been some on the fly. I think she was gonna be champ either way, but I think there might have been a little on the fly action due to the untimely death of Jim the Anvil. I, I just find it strange that they have been touting Natty as her best friend since since she entered basically, and uh, Natty's not her best friend really. I mean. Shayna Baszler's best friend and that would, that a lot would, of other girls. That would have been that would have been my guess on somebody that they'd have face her. Well, that's, have, I, I mean, think they I think they may have had that the, the the Natalia turn about just from what you're the standpoint you're saying like where do you go from here? Uh, the jealous I've been here for more than ten years I guess now, and you come right in and get the shot. So I'm going to attack you from behind and she's at least a little bit credible as a shooter because she comes from the heart dungeon and stuff I mean you can't put a five foot tall bliss and expect anything but a squash no, in my opinion but they, they, they could go the theory of alright uh, I mean they haven't so far that it would take some they'd have to backpedal a smidgen uh, Rhonda has no wrestling moves they talk about how good she is in the ring but she she does two things she picks up her opponents and throws them with that back throw thing, whatever the hell that is, but she looks like she nearly Not killed him. And, and then she has her judo throw and an arm bar. She doesn't right. really have any wrestling moves yet. So they could go the theory where maybe Natty... Well, to the Harakarana in WrestleMania. Okay, but that was okay, one time in WrestleMania. I'm just saying, generally speaking, she hasn't learned, or or maybe they've given up on that and just went, you know, she is what she is, and we don't have to teach her nothing. I don't know. But anyways... They could go the route of Natalie pulls out, you know, well, I'm a fourth generation or whatever the hell she is, third generation or whatever, and you really don't know how to wrestle. You're an MMA girl. You're, you're, you think you're a wrestler, but you really aren't. I'll take you to school. You got. I have no inside word, but I, I almost believe that that's the, the total plan that they had. But then 
once when the, when the person involved's father right dies, like how many days before? Five. Yeah, not five really days many. before SummerSlam he passed. She was still. She was there, I believe, but yeah, you're not gonna about. Yeah. Not about to pull off any matches or anything. No. I mean, I could see, uh, depending on if you know if they did it right, and if they if they held the match in the right part of the world, uh, you know, Natty Neidhart throws the fucking uh, uh, sharpshooter on Ronda Rousey, and she has to tap out to the sharpshooter. I can see that going over with the crowd. Ronda's kind of in That's the middle. It. She's 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 kind of beloved and hated at the same time. You know, a lot of people don't like her. To your point about Ronda and moveset and so forth. When they love someone, or at least it used to be this way, I don't know if it is anymore. When they used to have house shows, they still have them, but they don't seem to be as prevalent. But uh, they would put a marriage of the person they like that they want to get up to speed, and they'd match them up with a really solid worker. And I think that was the plan to have Ronda after the turn, work with Natty, who is, is obviously solid and can do anything in the ring, to get her up to speed work-wise and go on the road. And, I, you know, maybe that's just slightly delayed. I, I don't mean, know. I mean, I will, I will give Ronda credit because it does, by all accounts, she's going to be a full-time, she's going to do house shows, she's going to do everything, apparently. So maybe, you know, maybe they do have time to teach her something. And... Uh, because they're not far off from their, uh, I can't remember when the hell it is, but their women's paper Evolution is not, and fucking is not that far that, away. So Vince is worth six point four billion at last estimate. Two a uh, uh, two uh, million more than Ted Turner. He's at his most wealthiest today, right now. Yeah, he doesn't give. This is not a Vince thing. This is this is Stephanie Hart at work. Well, I mean, she's at her wealthiest as well, and her egomania. Vince could mania. You know, Vince could give height. two shits about. Well, like there at at the uh, raw last night, kind of jumping ahead, but anyway, um, where she told her, "Well, yeah, you might be the face, but I'm the reason you're here. Don't don't ever forget that without me, you're not here." <laughs> Which everybody so well, what 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 great work she does in the in the ring, and I'm like, that's not that's not a work. <laughs> That's that's Stephanie yeah. being honest. <laughs> that's that's Stephanie. Yeah. She is a bitch like, by all reports. I really, you know, for a period was attracted to one Stephanie McMahon, but I looked at her last night and she, and she looked at first glance very good, very attractive. And then when the camera shot in close, she had a cake load of makeup on. And that reminded well, me of someone there. I used. To, it reminded me of someone I used to know. Let's just leave it at that, and it kind of turned me off a bit. Uh, that has nothing well, to do she, with anything to do with the storyline, but she's she's, she's on not, her, uh, she's on her downward swing. You know, she's she'll be forty-two years old. She's uh, she needs know. to be knocked down a peg. She's too she's getting too cocky right now. Well, at um, least she could do the world a favor and, and at least be like Vince is on television, where he would be quite willing to take, uh, you know, he would take the bump, he would he would look the fool, he would take the beating, he would lose. He, 
he would lose if that's what brought the Bucks in. But she right. doesn't ever anymore. She's she's always has to have the last word and get over on whoever it might be, and it's a little bit, you know, I don't even want to see her. Like when she comes out, you you pretty much know what's going to happen. It's not going to. Hey, be you good. being you being Canadian, uh, it's sort of related to what we're talking about. I was thinking during Triple H's promo, um, I was saying you being Canadian, you might disagree with me because a famous Canadian was quoted once as saying, Triple H is not a good worker and he has a good match four out of ten times. And I couldn't disagree more. I'm not trying to get a job. I think he's one of the most underrated, if not the most underrated in-ring performers in history uh, because of his political uh, tie-ins, if you will. But the guy knows how to work. I mean, I I, I can't remember off the top of my head a bad Triple H match. He is very much, um, how do I put it? Um, He is very much a a wrestling scholar. He's very much in, 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 uh, you know, knows the ins and outs of the business, I guess you could say as a way of putting it. Um, the only th- only trouble I ever had with him is you were almost guaranteed when it was something really big he wasn't going to lose in the last, you know, 10 years or so of his career. when he Once he got hooked up with her, he would take the time. You know, he was a lot like her. Now, that might have not have been him either. I don't know. But you know he he might take the minor setback, but on the grand stage, he he didn't lose too often. Um, but there again, I mean, why would you? Nobody's telling you to. I mean, I wouldn't either, I guess. Uh, but very much a student of the, very much a student of of the wrestling and historically and who is who and who is what. Uh, very much has his finger on the pulse. Still, I think too, for that matter. Um, you know, is aware that wrestling has changed, but still kind of wants to keep it grounded. I guess you could say would be the word. Uh, like he's he's, he's over enough. I mean, he's definitely over, has been for a long time, and he's over enough to where when he works, even that dopey Australian match with the Undertaker, who can barely walk. Yeah, he's he's dopey enough to make. I mean. Uh, he's good enough. I'm thinking of Undertaker. Um, he's good enough at pacing and reading a crowd to lock up, slowly, you know, do a side headlock takeover, build it back up, uh, shot off into the ropes, uh, you know, a uh, tackle, and then, uh, you know, just a slow reaction, facials to the crowd, et cetera. He's good enough to get 10 minutes before they've even, and they have well, the crowd all 10 minutes before they've even took a breath. Right, and he won't be afraid to go to him and say, look, what can you do? We got to make, you know, he, he isn't one of those guys who, like I've read before where, you know, you know I had the big you know WrestleMania match with so-and-so, and we didn't really talk about it. We just kind of, you know, we'd, we'd had a few matches previous. We just kind of went out there and things happened. Uh, I don't think that'd be the case in, in, in this case. He's going to go and talk to him and go, all right, what can you do? 
What's all we called it in the ring. And uh, yeah, you know, and the same goes for Hunter because he's not a spring chicken either. You know, they're going to work within their limitations, and you might see some kind of. Well, they don't need to. I mean, you're going to see a pedigree for for a Triple H win, or you're going to see a Tombstone for an Undertaker win. That's I mean, I, yeah. I don't think of you. You know that there's going to be any other ending. And much like the Saudi Arabian show to where uh, Vince, they mentioned his name, I don't remember the guy's name, but Vince found a money guy in Australia who wanted to duplicate the Saudi thing, paid him a shitload of money, and, uh, you know, the Australians... According According to Hunter, this is not his idea. Probably not, but it's another cash... Another cash yeah, but this grab. is a Vince move, because he initially was, well, when he came on TV last night, um, and he said initially he was against it, didn't he? said no. And who the hell wants to see that? Yeah, then, well, Australians the, do. But then when the numbers, but then when the numbers started, <laughs> and that figure goes from six to, to seven to, to, uh, to eight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you stop uh, you stop caring about whether you might look a little bit goofy out there or not, or if anybody gives a crap. Because he's another one where he loves wrestling. I think he loves wrestling, uh, but he's sure. also a businessman too. And he's not you know sure. he's not going to turn down you know tens of millions of dollars just because well nobody wants to see me in the ring anymore. Obviously somebody does, or they wouldn't cough up that kind of money. So, I'm not a big supporter of this, of going to Saudi Arabia, but in the case of Australia, where uh, yeah, back in the no days political. of yeah, but back in the more wrestling centric, back in the days of Jim Barnett, they had Americans go there and draw a lot of money, make a lot of money. They're good fans, but it's so fucking far away. It just, I don't imagine it they really... go, I don't imagine they go there much. They've no, been they there don't. Before, but I... But I bet you yeah. it's been a while. And to have a stadium show there with some money, Mark, putting up, I guess, half the money. All I don't know what the what the deal is, but it's some ridiculous uh, amount, though. Yeah. So, you know, you can put Triple H in the taker because, quite frankly, those fans want to see those superstars of other eras that are still around because they never got to see them when they were in their prime. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, it, I don't imagine it was much of a, of a hard sell, really. Hey, Taker. I think John Cena's on that show as well, right? Yeah, hey, Taker, can you, uh, can you, can we get one more match out of you? Oh, no, Vince, go fuck yourself. Well, it's uh, $10 million and we got uh, two weeks in, in uh, Australia. Everything's yeah. paid for to show. Just get on the point. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, this, this, well, I guess one more time. What the hell? Who am I working with? Oh, oh Hunter. Okay, that's that's not a. Uh, that's there's safe. no aerial. Yeah, there's no aerial assaults coming at me or any of this shit. This is going to basically be a ground and pound kind of thing. I don't have to. You know, Hunter was slow five years ago, so that's not an issue. Um. Yeah, I mean that that match really is probably one of the safer ones they could pull off. To be honest, you really but you, ju- to think about you it. just you just sold out Brooklyn four nights in a row. 
allegedly, from what they said, the most viewed SummerSlam ever, which Summer I don't Slam. know how you figure out. I don't know how they know. I don't know how that shit's figured out, but, you know, if it is, it is. If it ain't, it ain't. Well, they did. No. They could be be bullshit knitting. Well, no, they did this. When it was a pay-per-view, how many buys was there? Okay, probably the most they ever was probably a million, million plus. Okay, we got two and a half million viewers on the the, uh, network. Network. Yeah, so it was the most seen one, even though we don't really know if how many people actually watched it. But numbers-wise, that, yeah, I mean, that's probably true. Uh, so so it is, whatever the case may be, they made a boatload of money in four days. And and I, to, to show how fucking, uh, I don't want to say greedy, but uh, taking advantage of a hot time period, they, those fucking SmackDown dudes had to go to fucking Atlantic City last night during Raw instead of chilling up in Brooklyn and just, you know, having a night off, they did a house show in fucking Brooklyn while Raw, I mean, in Atlantic City while Raw well, was on. When I was watching Raw tonight, or Raw, SmackDown, a commercial came up that uh, uh, SmackDown is in uh, uh, Peterborough, which is a town in Ontario, on Monday. Right. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, okay, well, where the fuck is Raw? Where Where's Raw at? Like, where are the shows out that they're in Peterborough, of all places? Well, Raw and SmackDown are both going to be in Toronto. But they don't get no yeah. fucking day yet. No no day off. You're going to go do... Well, now they don't call them... Now they're calling it WWE Live, they're calling it. Yeah, yeah. And actually, the card ah. isn't that bad, but it's, but it's basically SmackDown, because all the Raw guys are fucking going to be, you know, yeah. they're on, the, on TV, so... Yeah, yeah well, my, I guess, my... you know... My point being is that uh, you would think, but I guess the checks are so big, the boys, that they don't even give a fuck either. But you would think that when you're in Brooklyn, like SummerSlam or WrestleMania week, where you're doing a lot of PR, a lot of shit like that, uh, uh, fuck fuck the house show this week. You guys can chill. uh, I guess it's not that far. New Jersey to New York. An hour and a half well, could be, to Atlantic could be City worse. from Brooklyn. Because I know, too, the reason there, I thought it was interesting, too, whoever does their um, uh, uh, booking for venues and stuff, they're up in Canada so that they can leave to go to, to uh, London for the next Raw and all that stuff, that they can leave yeah. from Canada. And, so they and they'll fucking crush there, too. But Well, but that's uh, a, but it's a much easier trip. Right, Canada than it is from the states, eh? and customs and all that's way less trouble. They're way better than they were in the '80s when those dudes were dropping on dead like flies. But, um, but to to finish my point, they just they just made a boatload of money. Uh, The Australia gig's going to be another huge chunk of money. The fucking women's thing, uh, they're hoping, and I think they'll sell it out just on principle. Um, Nassau Coliseum, and they got a hell on a cell all within this like month and a half period or some shit. Um, so they're you know they're they're just fucking it's red hot. Like I I tweeted last night, pro wrestling's fucking red hot, and it is. It snuck up on me, but it's about money. It's not about uh, you know uh, Vince Russo always wants to say, well, so many thousand, so many million people were watching. 
Who gives a fuck? They're making more money now, and you're in anything to make money. Um, I don't care if five million people in Memphis were watching one station. Yeah, Vince, uh, Vince hasn't uh, pulled his head out of the boys were making 40 bucks. He's forgotten that that was how they used to make money. The money isn't in the attendance anymore. I mean, not it's somewhere, well, but that's attendance. But that's not the. Degree, but. It's the TV, and that's that's where the, and that isn't dependent on. I mean, their TV deal is set in stone. It, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter how many people watch on Monday. I mean, I'm sure they're yeah they're going to get bitched out if if the number was to continuously go down. But they yeah, get paid but it whether, Yeah, I mean, they get paid whether it's. Two million or four million or six—they don't care because the advertising money is all, you know, that's all done in advance. So the bucks is there. I mean, I mean, who would have thunk that if you'd have told me ten years ago, um, Stephanie McMahon will be worth five hundred million dollars? Uh, I mean, that's just obscene. And Vince, well. I mean, Vince always had money, but he's, you know, it's went to astronomical amounts. I mean, he, I would have said there was a time when if you'd have told me Vince McMahon would be worth $500 million, I would have went, okay, maybe. But if you'd have thrown that 5 or $6 billion at me, I would have went, you're nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it's he, just, it's he, just wrestling, he man. Why would anybody make that kind of money? He tipped billionaire status. I guess at some point during the quote attitude era and you know, then through investments and other things, he was just a, uh, a multimillionaire, but now he's just shattered through his old fucking net worth. And he's just, yeah. And he, and he just, just dumped loaded. I don't even know how, how much money did he just dump out of there on that stupid for XFL nonsense. Because he he really can at this point without hurting himself at all. Oh yeah, and he just takes you know half a million. And what's crazy? What's crazy, Tim? What's crazy? And don't don't sensationalize this this comment. And listeners, neither. But after the first three weeks, when the Dallas Cowboys, when Tim's watching a close game, lose a game because somebody tackled somebody in a strange manner in the new rules, but been a play for since footballs began and you lose the game because of that people are going and the fact that the fucking, uh, they pussied out about the anthem after they paid those dudes hush money to stop fucking around. Now they're not going to show the anthem just to avoid it altogether. I mean, that, that turns off America that, you know, the little tweeters of the world are the minority. Yeah. I even saw today that they suspended, uh, I can't even remember who it was. They suspended somebody because of uh, um, he uh, emotional abuse of his girlfriend. Now he hasn't was never ever charged with anything by police or anything like that, but he's violated the NFL's personal conduct policy. And it's just like, Ugh. okay, at what point? Like, no, you you don't have any right to stick your nose into my personal life like that. If I did something wrong, that is a, a, a police matter, not a league matter. Jimmy Smith from the Baltimore Ravens' top cornerback suspended for first four games for violating 
personal conduct policy. Mm, I actually did see that so, earlier, but I didn't read it. So he never, uh, I said, it isn't going to jail. That was never charged with anything. Blah, 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 blah. And yet somehow the NFL is, is, is God. And no, we don't like what you did, so... Uh, and then I and so then you know and then I go all right fine, I don't like that but like why is so where's the punishment for guys who do get caught let's say you know go to DUI or or does that get you like ten games or banished from the league because you actually broke the law for that one and we're convicted of breaking the law I just don't understand their their attempts to mirror. Um, the general population, I guess you could say, and how the, the political, the, the PC correctness movement. I, I don't care what you do at home. You know, that would be like, you know, your your employer going, well, Tom, um, you, had, uh, you had too many beers there the other night. And it didn't affect your performance at work or anything. We didn't even know. But somebody else phoned in and said, you had too many beers last night. And we're... Uh, where uh, where you were drunk and uh, we don't like that kind of uh, personal conduct, so we're going to let you go. Well, that would well, not be, be the case for about world. a month. Hey, no, but that would be a lawsuit in the real world. Sure, but I'm surprised, uh, I'm surprised that the players' association obviously has no balls in the in, a, in the NFL. Because I I got I, I got off my controversial point. Uh, I now feel that if uh, Vince has his wits, which some questioned years ago that he was getting an early stage of uh, dementia, Alzheimer's symptoms, but he's so rich he could fucking, you know, go fu- go to Panama and get them stem cell treatments or find somewhere to make your fucking brain like 20 again. So it's hard to tell if he'll ever fucking die. But anyway, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, but if, if he if he's conscious as a businessman and is literally going to promote right as America and everybody else that pays attention to the NFL has blown fucking not blown their legit calls of just a basic sack because somebody put his head downward if it if it goes to a, a quarterback's fucking ribs or something because they don't want the head uh, down anymore. And, and the XFL is promoting hard hits. Kill them! <laughs> I mean, well, I always thought it's, it's it going to make money. It never made any sense to me. It never made any sense to me how come a, 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 a player who catches the ball, you can now kill him. If he's trying to catch the ball but doesn't see you coming and you hit him, well, that's a defenseless receiver. Didn't uh, don't understand that. Um, defensive players can try to kill everybody on offense, except the quarterback, of course. You can't hit him anywhere, not below the knee, not in the head. Okay, granted, guys shouldn't be head hunting, but uh, you know, guys, it, it, when a running back comes out of the backfield and blocks a three hundred pound guy and tears his knees out from underneath him, that's a good football play. But don't tackle a quarterback that way. That's dirty. Now, I know the quarterback's the money guy, but but still, like, how can there be different sets of rules for tackling? It's either legal or it's not. 
now chop oh. bones and all this. You know, in the back of the legs, that might be a different story. But it's, the game is slowly, you know, we took out the wedge out of the kickoff. Then we decided, well, too many, there's some pretty good hits during kickoff, so we'll make it easy for you to kick the ball through the end zone for a touchback so we don't see any kind of a play on a kickoff. See, what 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 the reality is that people don't like to admit is that whether it be an office pool or a fantasy league or hardcore betting, legal or illegal, the NFL has been fueled to be the multi-billion dollar industry it is by gambling. And if you're, if you're hard, you know, the guys around here in my big city, as I say, for years sit around and, and dump a lot of money, whether it's going live or being – uh, get-togethers, whatever, dump tons of money on the NFL. And if you take away, uh, you know, somebody's win of their fantasy championship because a guy put his helmet down when he made a block, et cetera, et cetera, all the way to a game-changing call that reverses the whether somebody won five Gs or lost 5,500, people are you're, – you're, you're hardcore no. – fan base is going to be angry and the ratings have already went down last year 15% simply due to the anthem nothing else and now you're going to change the rules to make it more pussified XFL is coming in at the right time I'm not saying he's going to overtake the NFL but people are going to watch no true that helmet rule is going to become like holding it's just going to be a matter of whether they bother to call it or not because it happens on every fucking play. It's it's one of those things where uh, everybody should, prior to a game, keep everything like remote controls, uh, bottles of beer, uh, away from your hands while watching the event. Because when the ref calls some bullshit, something's going to be hurled at the, at the TV. Well, again, like I have no problem with... Um, you know, when a guy comes across the field at 50 miles an hour with his head like a dart aiming at the other guy's head. All right, I don't have a problem with him not allowing that. But it's pretty hard to tackle somebody without leading with your head. Yeah. Where the head goes, the body goes. Pretty much. I mean, uh, by rights, running back should be uh, dodging guys left and right this year. Because it's pretty yeah. hard. <laughs> you can't really move that, you know, move your body without, like you said, without your head going first to the left or to the right. So guys should just be running right past people, but that's not going to happen. So I don't know what they're going to do. I, if I was a guy like Richard Sherman, who's outspoken on on the same side as I am about how it's ridiculous, if I was a guy like him who could afford it, you know, say he's with the Raiders now, right? Is that where he's at? I believe so. If I'm him and I'm 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 secure or whatever, just to make a point because he he's never shied away from the spotlight. I'd fucking if I saw somebody like in a prone position, I'd give like a missile drop kick to them uh, <laughs> to tackle them and, and be like, "What do you mean? You said don't lead with my head. I got to tackle him somehow." Well, or worse, you just go, okay, what's what's the fine for, 
you know, what's the, what's the, so you get a flag for doing this, right? So what big deal? It's uh, it's already, you know, it's first and thirty-five. I'm just gonna go out there and fucking drill somebody. Yeah. I'll take the I'll take the automatic first down. I don't care. I just yeah. drilled uh, Aaron Rodgers with a <laughs> helmet to head shot or whoever. I don't know the rules. I understand again where some of it's coming from. You know, my logical point of me goes, okay, you know, a lot of guys concussions and all that sort of stuff. But in the same breath, um, you're killing the game at the same time. Like, uh, you know, kind of got off wrestling, but whatever. You're one of your um, uh, Philadelphia Flyers came out and put his foot in his mouth yesterday. Mr. Eric Lindros. How did he? For, uh, he has he has called for a complete ban of uh, hitting in in NHL hockey. Oh my God! A big pussy. Well, people because he had now, concussion issues with him. Now, Eric, right. if you hadn't have tried to run over, if you hadn't have tried Scott to run Stevens. over every player who touched the puck, Scott Stevens may not have tried to kill you, and you're just yeah. pissed off because your career ended. Earlier than it should have, probably. But I mean, years. I mean, yeah, you got hit, and it was kind of a a bit of a cheap shot, even in the day. But I mean, you're you're as guilty for land as many. I mean, you you put people out too. So, but I mean, what a ridiculous thing to say. Did you like that I pulled that Scott Stevens right out? Yeah, I like that. Uh, it was one of the. Uh, <laughs> I was never a fan of Lindros after he pulled his. I will not be. Uh, I will not go to to the Nordiques when Nordique. they draft me. You must trade me. Yeah. Or, yeah. Guys like that have got no place in the in the have no right to earn millions of dollars playing a game. Anyway, back to the yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar finish? Uh, angry, but not in the way that like Nate would be angry. I was angry because. Similar to the Gargano Champa mentality, uh, they got introduced, and then I uh, I said, oh, okay, okay, they're gonna do some bullshit with Braun. Let me go grab something to eat because this is gonna be a long match. Uh, you know, then I can come in and and check it out. And then all of a sudden, I see the fucking credits coming up. And I had to like wait and watch it again and well, all that this, kind of shit. And this is this is the one where I hate what they did, but I give them a hundred percent marks for doing it. They go, okay, we got we got Lesnar and Reigns. Uh, we don't know who's who's more hated. It's hard to say some days, depending on what part of the country you're in. Um, so what are we gonna do to uh, stop the bullshit chance? Fuck it, let's have Strowman go out there. And announce he's going to take on the, you know, whoever wins better be ready because I'm going to cash this bitch in. The crowd goes crazy, so now they're now they're invested in the match again to see who's uh, who's going to win, who's going to get going to fight Strowman. Yeah. So now they have Strowman. Uh, he gets uh, speared or whatever the hell happened to him there, and he's he's out of the picture. Reigns puts the spear on Lesnar. Lesnar's uh, fucking dangerous, by the way, throwing that fucking thing the way he did. I mean, he yeah, had a perfect strike, nice. but, but you know, still, that hits a fucking fan. Um, oh, yeah, boy, look out. 
but anyway, Reigns Re- Re- pins uh, pins him. They give him the belt, and they fucking turn the feet off. So if the crowd does go yeah. nuts, which apparently they did, uh, it was a very unhappy crowd that nobody saw it. Couldn't have planned it better. Strowman doesn't even uh, to to cash in. Doesn't even try. He just leaves. And to all appearances, Roman is the accepted hero of the night. If you're any kind yeah, of a mark at all, I, which we know there are lots. I, I kind of saw that take, and and I get it, but the old do, guy in me. The old guy in me is like, you're letting these fucking fatzos that buy the T-shirts book your event or influence your event, if not book it, by booking to cater to them so they don't boo. And I'm like... It it always bugs me when they insult me that I've I've supposed to believe for however long that Brock Lesnar is invincible. Then just as quickly, I'm supposed to believe that one spear from the big dog, he can't get up from that. No, he can't. It's his yard. It's his yard. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that whole it's his yard thing. Yeah. So then, all right, oh. so we have that, and whether you like that finish or not, uh, you go, okay, well, what are they going to do on Raw? Well, Brett Lesnar's going to ask for his, Brock Lesnar will be at Raw. He's probably going to ask for his rematch, right? Brock Lesnar got on the plane and went home after SummerSlam. Fuck yeah, he does. Miserable bad. So they lied about that. They lied about that right out. Like they didn't even attempt to. You know that was a hundred percent bullshit. Um, so the match, so Raw starts and they got fucking uh, uh, out comes Roman and I did what I said I was going to do. I'm a man of my word. Blah 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 blah. And now I'm going to give Finn Balor a rematch. And everybody goes, hey, wait a minute, who the fuck are you? You don't you don't get to make the matches. But, of course, then Kurt comes out and the baby face gives the crowd what they what they want. So uh, the rest of Raw was pretty pretty pathetic, in my opinion. Uh, mostly the people who didn't get to be on in SummerSlam were on the Raw show for some reason. That god-awful... Um, that god-awful... Uh, I don't know what the two of the best talents they have in the women's division that they put in a tag team to, for reasons I can't quite understand as there's no tag team championship. So I don't really know why there's women's tag teams. It doesn't really make any sense. Um, I guess because they don't know what the fuck to do with them, but I don't know why. Bailey should, uh, should, they should watch the Becky Lynch move and have Bailey turn heel, but maybe she's not capable. I don't know. But anyway, um, so everybody's excited about the whole Roman Reigns Finn Balor match. Although you've got to be a fool to think that Reigns is losing. Good match, though. Um, the match was all right in itself, except for the ending. Or not the end of the match, but the end of the conclusion of the outcome. Strowman. Uh, I never heard another word. Did he actually cash in or not? Um. I haven't. I didn't read anything or hear anything. They didn't mention anything. Uh, whether that match really started or not, and out comes a fucking shield, which I have to admit I did not see coming. Well, I don't think anybody did, which is why I gave it a thumbs up. Um, yeah, no, then it's because... good. Then it's good booking if you didn't see it coming. Then it, then it was good booking. 
unless it was totally the only, stupid. What is, what is really weird, uh, and I guess maybe it's happened before with the Freebirds that I wasn't really paying attention to back then. What's really strange is like earlier in the show, you know, Ambrose came back and worked with Dolph and, you know, whatever. And uh, those guys are all good, blah, 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 blah. But something about them when they're together is like fucking huge. It's like badass. And well, it's funny like, because I always find Rollins to be a pussy on his own. And yet yeah, in that group, he, he doesn't appear to be one anymore. Nah, yeah, I see what you're for saying. Some, for some um, reason. And the same with Reigns. Like, people hate him. But if he puts that fist together with them boys, he turns into a fucking, yeah, well, that, I don't know. Maybe that's why uh, they did Hogan it. or something. Maybe they figured that was Well, yeah, obviously help, that's. To help him get over was to. Because yeah, well, that's the only way. Because Strowman's the guys. biggest. Strowman's the biggest baby face. And how are you going to neutralize his baby faceism, if that's a word? Uh, and that was, like, probably the, the best way to. And it's 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 odd, and I don't know where it's going, but I liked it. Well, we'll see if they if they're smart enough to play it further. Where okay, you got Rollins as the uh, what IC champ again, or US champ, yes. whatever he is. Okay, I, so now, so now do they have? Does he? You know, do they? Do they have him have a match and have him get in trouble and out come Ambrose in Reigns, and save his ass? Could be. And then they, do they some? And do they somehow, I don't know, maybe they, you know, where, where they kind of becomes like, you know, four horsemen-like, except there's only three of them, I guess, you know, where they, they're forever fucking interfering and in everything, and just when you think the baby face has finally <laughs> got the job done, oh, fuck, here comes Tully and Iron, those bastards. You know, that's crazy because that. Fuck, it used to drive me fucking nuts with Ric Flair when it was, oh, Flair's finally going to fucking lose. Oh, son of a bitch, here comes one of those fucking horsemen. Fuck. It's uh, it's crazy because you know today's climate of wrestling. They're basically fucking heels, the three of them together, fucking with well, Strowman. And but they're not because they're they're cheered, and Strowman's a heel the way he fucking throws people off cliffs and shit. Poor Kevin Owens gets thrown <laughs> everywhere, and. You well, know, to his credit, a, he's a Steve Austin heel. Where the crowd yeah, loves him, but, but he, and it doesn't, but it doesn't matter what he does. He still, you know, he can break them. Well, you know, I, I suppose really, when you think about it, a really good baby face could. I mean, Hulk Hogan used to break the rules all the time, but because he was so babyish, it didn't. You didn't mind if he did, because after all, he was just doing what was done to him, right? Yeah, this is weird. That's a weird time. Like you saw it with Becky. Uh, just the, the crowd exploded when she fucking. And it, which begs well, me to question: Is Charlotte the female version of Roman? She shoved down your throat every two fucking seconds. Well, they took. Well, they yeah, they took something though that like that was a scenario or, or a storyline that everybody could identify with. Yeah. She worked her, you know, she worked hard to, you know, in the storyline to finally get a shot at the title by herself. And then the week, two weeks before it's supposed to happen, they book the three-way and Charlotte gets her ass in there anyway. Okay, well, we've all been somewhere where one of our friends has stuck his nose into something we had going. 
<laughs> that we didn't want anybody else to be a part of and stole some of our thunder. We all we all got that. Because even tonight when she came out on SmackDown, I mean she's trying to she's trying to go hard heel, and they're still chanting yeah, after she comes. No, yeah. I don't fucking believe you, and you're a bunch of dicks, yeah. and they're still chanting her fucking name. So I don't yeah. know what they'll do with her, but she she cut a pretty good promo tonight. I thought. Yeah. For a chick. I actually did. Was I actually. Uh, here, here's a behind the curtain thing, uh, for for our show. I actually could not find my phone, and I, the charge was low, so calling it I couldn't even find. Uh, so I didn't even watch the main event of SmackDown. Did you watch it? How did that turn out? Yes, the the uh, it was a no DQ, uh, like I told you. Um, right. I actually, to be honest, I didn't watch it either. I saw the very end. I know, I know, New Day won, but then I already they did win the win the belts again. Yeah, well, because Rowan is legitimately, he tore a bicep at SummerSlam, so he was legitimately. They had to get him out of there. They didn't have, any they have anything wrapped around it, or uh, I didn't see. But you could, if you go back, if you watch SummerSlam again, you can clearly right. see him when it happens, and he keeps grabbing his forearm every two seconds after that and then there's a there's a spot right near the end where they're supposed to both uh they're supposed to lift up i can't remember which guy it was the one that, of their power that, is where they lift a the guy and, and you yeah, can see yeah. his arms just fucking his arms just hanging there so you, you know it was uh well the surgery's already booked so that's how i know it's legit mr mr Meltzer has already Confirmed that he has surgery scheduled for tomorrow someplace, wherever the hell they get that. I think it's in in Atlanta or somewhere where their doctor is. Dr. James Andrews. So he's off to, to do whatever they do for biceps. I don't know if the bicep tear, I guess that can be a bit of a, of a that can be a nasty one. I never had one. I haven't lifted lately, but. Uh, well, I got to think for a wrestler, a bicep tear can't be a good thing. No, it's happened before. I, I just don't recall how long the recovery is. But I think it was luckily for him, though, because I would assume anyway that he's right-handed. I believe it was his was his left arm, though. So at least he got a bit lucky there. <sighs> Interesting. Uh, another note. I, uh, I I personally am sick of the new day, but uh, you know. I thought that I. gimmick was dead long ago. I guess they hand it to them because at least they're, uh, you know, they Reliable. go out there and do it toll. Well, they go out there and do what they're told. I mean, who else would do that god-awful shtick for as long as they have? I mean, they should have uh, they should have been a, a heel turn. At least one of those guys by now should have turned bad and uh, went out on his own or whatever. I mean, Big E, you would think they would be singling him to death. But then I guess with the uh, the lack of the Titus O'Neil and whatever that other guy's name is, that they couldn't get them over. Doesn't matter what they do with them, nobody nobody cares. Yeah, I'm not a. I mean, uh, those guys seem to be all good dudes, and I'm happy yeah, for them. Yeah, I'm in not that saying anything about them personally, but they come up with a different gimmick for him, and now they put him with. What they got Dana Brooke for a manager, and nobody, nobody, it's just it's kind of like all right, yeah, bathroom I, time. The reason, <laughs> the reason I say that is because, you know, some uh, this this whole world's got out of control where 
Like if if they're not into an act, they'll be like, I hate Biggie, and they mean it. Like they they believe that they know the person and he's a bad person. Like I just don't dig the act, and there there might be goofball listeners out there that are like, oh man, I hate him too. Let's try to murder him. You know? No, I just mean. Yeah, no, mine their act doesn't do anything. Strictly for been me. the uh, the gimmick. I don't I don't know these people. I have no idea what kind of a guy that guy is. For all I know, he might be the greatest guy on the face of the earth. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, yeah, they're they're not for me. Those that 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 group, but they are over because every time, even still, uh, I wonder if that's a rib with the pancakes because, you know, nobody eats carbs and there's catering. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure you consider they broke. that that they were flinging pancakes into the crowd like frisbees, and people yeah. were loving it, and it's just like this is. My old lady, she goes, "This is stupid." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well, you got you know, I mean, you, to play to you got to play to the audience. <laughs> so, third world countries, I'm sure, audience. fucking. Yeah. I'm sure third world countries that pick up the signal of WWE are really appreciative of all that food going to waste. Oh my God! Throwing those pancakes out in the crowd. Oh, by Jesus! Right. I wish I could go to wrestling. But you know the the catering would have would have things of that nature because they have they got to be there really early and have breakfast, lunch, and dinner literally uh, on different parts of the day. And I'm sure pancakes were an option that probably got left alone by all the bodybuilders that didn't want the carbs, so they probably just fucking fling them and made them a gimmick. Uh, that's my guess. If, 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 if that's it's quite a, possible. Um, like I said, all. All in all, after a, after a long weekend of uh, some serious amounts of wrestling, um, I saw Mr. Mr. Cody Rhodes Twitter about how their All In is going to be so much better than uh, SummerSlam. No comment. I, I, I might I might be on that, that show. I might be I singing. Yeah, I don't really, I haven't really, don't know enough about the card to make a comment on that. Um, you know what? I'll make, I'll, I'll make the comment. Uh, if he was go, if 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 that little uh, tweet about uh, about singers, wrestlers, things was, was going to happen, it would have happened by now. So it's not. Uh, if you look at that fucking card, it, it really leaves a lot to be desired. Um, well, it's it's very much the indie darlings, but but, there, but there's no really... real matchups that are crazy good. Yeah, what? Well, like, yeah, how does that translate into anything I really care about watching? Especially when so many of the like I know um, I don't know how much you know, but like the like the MLW has been having these cards every month, and it's oh well, you know, nowhere else can you say can you see this guy wrestle this guy, and I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, that's true, but. Why would I want to watch that guy? Like, what's the yeah. what's the re- what's the reason for the boat? Like, who's yeah. the bad guy? Who's the good guy? Why why am I invested in this? Like, why should I care? Especially if they're never going to fight yeah. again. Like, you know, it's, it's not for anything. You know, like there's no title at stake, and even if there was, it would mean nothing because it's in a it's not an interpromotional kind of thing. I, I'm, I'm not sure why I, why I would pay money to watch it. I might watch it for free if I find it somewhere, but 
but I doubt I, I can't see myself paying any money to see it. Uh, I'm not. I, I watched MLW once, like a couple weeks ago. I enjoyed it for what it was. With that, whatever they had, that was the equivalent of the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They gave it. Yeah, they gave it some kind of name. I can't remember what it was, but well, the Tony, uh, I Tony's like that not shit. bad on the. Tony's not bad on the commentary. Like they got a decent commentator, but uh, I think he. I think he would be bad in any other era, but now he just busts on it. Kind of. Um, yeah, well, that's kind of his whole gimmick. His his thing is yeah. now, even on the podcast, is I'm I'm too fucking old to care. So I'm just it is what it is. Uh, like I don't care yeah. if, you like, if you don't like me or whatever. I don't give two shits. So yeah, because I mean right. I didn't mind him back in the day, but he was no he didn't hold a key to a candle to any of the WWF guys back in the day. But then they were, he was never working with what they were working with either, I guess. I mean, if you, I can't imagine having to go out and uh, try to sell WCW Thunder. Yeah, well, he did have his brief run in the uh, in the Fed. But I, I, yeah, he was there for honest, a while, but I, I forget it. I forget a lot of years. Nate would probably know better about that shit than I do, but. Well, he did you know, a, I like Tony Schiavone. He did a couple pay-per-views, I seem to recall. So just to uh, just to make that clear, I like Tony Schiavone. I just, uh, <laughs> you know, I just it was him and Matt Stryker the night I was watching, and he was saying, "Good Lord," you know, and like you know, shit like, "Did I just say that?" You know, shit like that, as opposed to commentary, which I, I would probably do too if I were in his spot. But it was just interesting. I'll just say that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Put it this way: I don't know today's audience. I really don't know them. I don't. I mean, I, I, I told you the last thing I went to was some kind of thing in Philly, some pay per view, um, or Raw or something. My buddy Maz got the tickets, and I went. And seven deep, eight deep dudes would walk in, literally wearing a belt, and all dressed up as somebody. But they were walking like they were the real champion, almost with a face like, "Come fuck with me, I'll fight you." Like, and I, we, me and Mez is a fucking 80th degree black belt and everything, and you know, I'd like to say my fighting days are over. But to be honest, when I would see these clowns, I would look at him and be like, "Do you want to fucking just hit him?" And then I'd have to remember that I'm closer to 50 than I am to 30 and I got to have some kind of decor as an adult and uh, we would just let it be and, and kind of like scratch our heads but that's that's what files in these WWE places and I, I couldn't hang out with those people I couldn't no. find common common interest I mean, it was, those people. Uh, was like during the pay-per-view when AJ Styles and uh Samoa Joe are about to fight, and some half the crowd is chanting TNA. And it's just like, okay, what'd you come here for? That's that that yeah. was your big, that was your big splash. Um, aren't just, you aren't you smart? Yeah, like okay, we all know that this has been done before, uh, yeah. and it was done a lot. I get you know back in the day on that promotion, nobody saw it, but. <laughs> 
the old three quarter yeah, that... wrestling crowd didn't didn't see it, but it did happen. But still, um, I just yeah. Glad you brought that up. It... Glad you brought that up. Uh, it has nothing to do with the match, but um, do you have anything more to say about that before I? No, go in? ahead, and then and then I have to remind you of what you told me to remind you of, which you've probably already forgotten. Um, AJ Styles and I believe Charlotte, maybe some others, uh, went to Yankee Stadium, but definitely AJ. Bad, bad move. Um, for those people who um, scoff at wrestling and always have, the world champion, I mean, he doesn't look it in the ring, in the current wrestling scene, different sizes are, you know, it, it's it, if you notice, it's going back to big motherfuckers, though, by the way, but um, it's WWE specific, but you know, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, they can be world champion because they got unique charisma and ability, etc. But bad, bad fucking move because uh, John Carlos Stanton, who's not even as big as Aaron Judge, his teammate in baseball, probably of the four major sports, the one you'd expect to be the smallest of competitors fucking towered over uh, AJ. They had a little photo op with little ass AJ shaking his hand going, uh, Hey man, maybe you should come over after you're done. You got the look. And uh, I couldn't tell if, if Stanton was like, uh, putting him over or whatever, but it, it literally looked like, it literally looked like Stanton was the, WWE wrestler and AJ was the player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a really yeah, bad they visual. Me, they pay me twenty five million dollars a year to play baseball. Uh, what, are you, what are you guys getting paid over there at WWE? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, the visual was very, very weird looking. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember. I don't think I, I don't think I ever told you. I, I saw wrestling uh, back when. Uh, when Hogan was the man, and it was uh, was the boss man Hogan feud. And they came to Edmonton, and they had a whole bunch of uh, of the hockey players uh, were there. Back that's back in the Oilers' heyday: Gretzky, Perry, Coffee, those kind of guys, uh, Messier, blah blah blah. And they were doing photo ops with uh, handicapped kids. So of course you got you know Hogan's busting the pose left and right and then uh, the hockey players come to get their pictures taken and I don't know if somebody pissed him off or what happened but he started taking the pictures and he would purposefully flex the pythons in front of their heads <laughs> so that you could oh, the hockey, you got a picture dude. of Hogan you got a picture of Hogan and this handicapped kid in a wheelchair and some guy without a head basically because he had covered their heads up with the pythons. But, I mean, there was wow. no mistaking. My point being, there was no mistaking who the professional wrestler was and who the right. hockey players were. He was considerably right. bigger than any of them, and he came within... I was right where they kind of walked out, uh, down the ramp. Uh, yeah. That man, I mean, I don't know how big he is, but he was fucking huge. That's all I can say. Like, At I, one I don't point, think he was... Yeah, well, this would have been, you know, 83, 84, something like that. 
Probably then. Maybe a little later. No, it would have been a little later than that. But he, I'm like when he when he threw up those arms, they were, it was fucking ridiculous. It was like bad with crazy. years, bad with years as I as I said before. But at one point, uh, Hogan was a muscle solid three thirty. Uh, granted, he wore lifts in his boots. He's only about six five, uh, but he wore lifts, and I'm sure he did that night on top of it to make him six seven, six eight ish looking. And, uh, and back with then, that uh, with that kind of massive uh, arms that he had and so forth, yeah, he was definitely larger than yeah, life. Because I would have said Mark Messier in his prime probably didn't weigh more than 220 pounds, if that. Yeah. So, you know, when you got 100 yeah, pounds. Yeah, was a monster. Yeah, he was a big dude. But... If you were done, were you done talking about what you were talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I'm supposed to remind you about superpower. Yeah, I'm glad we waited this long because it's pretty, it's pretty uh, poor taste. But I mean, (laughs) that question. Yeah, nobody's listening now, so. It's an age-old question that people have thrown at each other. What would you be? I would fly. I would, you know, I would be invisible. I would whatever. My superpower, I, I don't know why I was thinking of this the other day. I think it was because I was driving the other day and I had a long stretch, but because uh, I was listening to talk radio or something. Anyway, uh, it would be to, at a moment's notice on my command, like if I said tonight, I'm going to be Tim Dombrova for the next 10 minutes and you have no control. The other party has no control over it. Uh, they're stuck. You know, boom, we do a Freaky Friday type thing. And, mm-hmm. But but the reason I would do it is because I'm a heinous fucking Harvey Weinstein-like predator. I would be like, when fucking Tommy Lee is in, in that boat <laughs> getting ready to fucking get his dick sucked by Pam Anderson, boom, I jump in. When you know, so you're, uh, what you're saying is you're you're gonna you're gonna travel the country and and every other night or so you become Sasha Banks's husband. Well, uh, I mean, I like her a lot, but specifically if you're seeing her, well, or any other hot girls you might see. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's so many of them that even like a total Brad Pitt, A. Rod, you name them that uh, that have went out with some of the most beautiful women in the world, like DiCaprio, whatever. They can't get them all. I want them all. Like I seen Zelina oh, Vega tonight. Little little tiny Z- Zelina Vega. I'd like to try her out. Then I'd like to try. Uh, of course, I love Tori Wilson. I can marry her. And I'd like to <laughs> zip over to some other dude's body. I zip over to A. Rod right when he's about to bang J. Lo. And, you know, I'd just zip in and out. But I'd make sure the superpower would also have a, a power to control what they do as Tom Robinson in that, you know, 10-minute period, too. They couldn't just uh, run amok. I'd actually have them fall asleep. That would be my my my, ex, my access to the superpower. I would I would show up as them right at, right at time to, to do the nasty with the hot-ass girl they're going out with. And put Tom Robinson asleep, and then they'd wake up back in their own body, like, "Oh my, oh, yeah, what did we the, do?" Yeah, uh, because 
the dumbest one really is like in the superpowers to say, well, I want to be able to fly. Okay, well, that's all well and yeah. good, uh, but uh, you better start adding some superpowers to that. Can you breathe up there while you're flying? Yeah. When you get a little high yeah. or going too fast and can't get a breath? Uh, what about if something like a bird runs into you at 80 miles an hour right. and you get hit by a goose? You know, or whatever. There's other things you got to add in there if you're going to have that that power. I would just take um, I would take uh, extreme intelligence, and I could turn that into other things. What was it? Super intelligence. If I'm super smart, because then I can I can turn you know I can make money I can I can do all those other things if I'm super smart. Uh, I'd still rather fuck everybody. <laughs> well, fun. Well, and there, and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The difference between Tom Robinson and Tim Dumrova, right there in a nutshell. Tim wants to be smart. Yeah. Tom wants to fuck stuff. I'd be Dean Ambrose hitting uh, Renee Young. I'd be whoever Trish Stratus' like husband Renee is. Renee like she put on a few pounds there, I noticed. Uh, I don't know. Didn't somebody oh, say she was pregnant me. a while yeah, ago? Don't, don't melt me for that comment, but... She didn't, know, she, like, she didn't look fat or anything. She just looked a little bigger than what I remembered her looking. Then I heard a rumor she might be pregnant, so that might be the reason. I heard that a while ago, but I, you know, yeah. I don't think that's the case, or at least speaking, it wasn't. Speaking bad. of that, what did you think of them throwing Maurice into the ring in so soon after she had a baby? That's pretty quick. I don't know if that's some kind of promotion of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Miz or whatever the fuck that is. But if I, you know, as as, I mean, as attractive as she I, may have looked at some point to me, uh, she is not my my yeah, she's not my cup of tea. Um, if I if I mind never you, saw Maurice on my TV again, I wouldn't miss her. Yeah, mind you, you got a thing for the Bellas, and I thought they both looked like witches. Yeah, last night and today. Uh, my my thing is not as strong as it used to be. I'm, I'm, I don't know how old they are, but I'm wondering if uh, their ages started to catch up with them. Because in the face, they were starting to look a little, uh, uh, or at least last night anyway, they, maybe it was the makeup job, I don't know. But they looked uh, uh, really uh, sharp features in the face. They both looked like witches. And boy, oh. talk about the crowd not liking them either. Who did they shoot on at the Barclay Center that when they came out for the Ronda thing and Got booed. You just don't know, man. Like we like we talked about, we don't know these this crowd. We don't know what the fuck they are. It's kind of uh, like, you know. Well, maybe too much. Of, uh, I thought I thought at the very least that they were tra- they tried to lay claim or at least tried to make it look like okay that they had some great part in in the women's evolution. And I'm thinking, okay, no, you guys were you were big players when they were divas, which was right. uh, which was not part of it. Not part of the revolution. <laughs> that was what they were trying to get rid of. So yeah. Well, uh, although you do have you do have one thing to look forward to. Trish Stratus is going to wrestle at this evolution thing, apparently. Yeah, they were just her and Lita were just fucking at this comics thing in Cherry Hill, which is just over the bridge in Jersey. But they're all over their Instagram during the day, or maybe it was just the first day because they had time, free time, or whatever. But. They're all over fucking Philly, just walking the streets and taking pictures and shit. 
I should have just fucking been to Philly and fucked them both. Could you imagine, like, if we were as if we were as over as like Meltzer, just like as scrutinized, they take that sound clip. There's no way I could fucking you know sugarcoat that. I should have been in Philly and just fucked them both. I thought you were gonna go with the uh, we're not always over as Meltzer because you were gonna fuck them both and then critique them. And, you know, Tom Robinson says Trish Stratus might look hot, but limp washcloth in the bed. Yeah, yeah. I think ratings now, because of all the the controversy being started about that, I think ratings should be gone now. They should just go away. Just say I liked it or I didn't like it. That's fine. Well, and and not and too the other the flip side is on both sides of it. Not give two fucks if you don't agree with a guy or not. Yeah. Okay. If you you know you think Meltzer's an idiot, fine, whatever. Um, and you thought that match was a, the greatest thing you ever saw, then go with that. What do you yeah. care? You know, and, and vice versa. Mel, those guys have got to settle down when, when people, you know, they go on social media and then get mad when people don't agree with them. Well, what other reason is there to be on social media? That's what most people use it for. They don't go on there when they're <laughs> going to agree with you. We're very rarely do you know that. You know who's a fearless fucking uh, uh, far-right fucking guy who's who's one of the few that hasn't been shut down who's uh who quite frankly doesn't care about his career i guess uh which is admirable and that's uh james woods a famous actor well he's old enough that he he don't give two fucks no more he really he doesn't, doesn't do that he yeah. fucking well, crucifies he crucifies Alyssa Milano. every time quote her post <laughs> and that and that Asia thing, like uh, that Asia Arja, whatever fuck her name is, you said Asia Argento. Um, yeah. He posted about that. Of course, I, I you know I'm too fucking busy, meaning I just don't care. I'm lazy, really, um, to read articles. But I saw. I didn't know the details until you told me tonight. But he posted that you know that story or whatever. And on top of it, I just read his quote, and he he put, look at them. They are exactly what they say they hate. I love that fucking guy. Well, and that that tends to, as we have talked about on this show several times, usually the biggest squawkers have got the deepest. The ones that got something to hide, yeah. Yeah. Quite often it turns out to be, that tends to be the case for some reason. Um, yeah, so we're just about out of time. Uh, right. For once, maybe we'll maybe we'll end this show on time for a change. Usually we don't. Uh, tomorrow, as always, on the wide man can't jump. Um, I will again, apparently, unless I've been informed otherwise. Tomorrow, I will again attempt to fill your giant shoes on a small shoes, broadcast. Uh, oh no, giant shoes in the basketball, my friend. No, giant shoes in the basketball world, my friend. Nowhere near your expertise in the NBA area. Fully admit it. I will attempt to pretend to know what I'm talking about for a for a record-breaking fifth appearance on uh, Why Men Can't Jump, the NBA show. And then uh, I believe I don't know if you have been made party to this or not, but uh, I'm being told by our good buddy Nate Bush that uh, perhaps Friday. 
Uh, and I don't think you probably don't want to be a part of this because I don't think you care. Uh, he wanted to do some fantasy football with uh, Mr. Uh, uh, God, now I can't remember the guy's name except the joke I make about it. Mr. Pizza Pizza. Ah, okay. Yeah, Joe. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. however, this guy, I'm not exactly sure. But, uh, yeah, I didn't think uh, I interested in my first school. My first fantasy league was in 92, and uh, Nate was two. So uh, <laughs> uh, I've kind of got over that, that phase. Um, no, I don't, I don't I mean, mind. I, uh, I, always, I always pick a team on Yahoo just for shits and giggles. And then after, like, week three, I just don't care because somebody got hurt. Or something. Somebody has a buy. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I'm another one where I don't mind playing, and I, I can I can pay enough attention to change my lineup and all that. But I can't be bothered with, uh, you know, I, I I dump this guy because uh, he doesn't do. You know, the next game coming up, he doesn't do well on Thursday night starts against Tennessee over his career, and you know all this kind of stuff. I I can't be bothered to to uh, to number yeah. it down to that degree. It'll draw a rating, so I give it a thumbs up. You know, I'll but, throw, uh, I'll throw. Aaron, you know, I got Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, and he'll just play except for the bye week. Then I'll throw my other guy in there, and then Aaron Rodgers will go right back in there. I don't care what he did against. Uh, you know, I don't know his numbers against Dallas on Monday night games. I don't care. I, I can't follow. I should have started defense, Teddy but, Bridgewater. Fuck, yeah, who would have won? He 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 had a the defensive back from the Chiefs. Uh, they played against each other in college seven years ago, and Teddy was 13 of 15 to his side of the field. So I don't know why they didn't put him in there. Uh, I don't know because Teddy hasn't played a pass in three years. You know, I'm not sure, but I'm I'm gonna guess that's why because he sucks. Uh, and, uh, well, yeah. Oh, I forgot one one thing before we go. We got we got two uh, minutes. We got time. Fire it up. Tonight tonight was the glorious, not to be confused with Bobby Roode's gimmick. The glorious Donald Trump, President number 45, President Donald Trump, rally in Nate's hometown of, well, not his hometown, but it's near where he goes it to school. State. Close enough. West Virginia, and they love him in West Virginia. Everybody except me, and I guess like two or three of his buddies or something, I don't know, but... Uh, they fucking love him down there. And I was watching it. I was watching it on Facebook, and I was just going, listen to Wide Men Can't Jump, blogtalkradio.com, to hear Nate, who hates Trump, and me, Tom, and then I, you know, I put the Tim and Tom show, we love Trump. I was plugging the shit out of this show. Um, we do pretty good in West 20- Virginia anyway, but... There were 23,000 viewers when I was pumping it, so I I put at least seven plugs in that. Well, it's another case of uh, don't believe what you read on the Internet because the media, while not maybe not fake news, but they like to twist it to that nobody likes him, and it's just not true as much as people don't want to admit it. It's just a fact. He has a fan base and a a solid one. A large one. That's the way it is. And a large one, and that's uh, the way it is. Real, real quick to teaser for the next time, just because it popped in my head. The Vegas uh, odds of the leader, uh, you know, the best odds to face Donald in the uh, 2020, 
is Kamala Harris, a female black woman who's obviously been high in the political world for quite some time. But, man, if they're not totally trying to to get the minority, the female, every kind of vote to get them out of there. No, I... I... I, I hate to say it, but the United States is not ready for a black woman president quite yet. I don't think so. I wouldn't mind it if she were the better. No, I don't either. If she were the better person for yeah, the job, she was better or, candidate. Know. They were. They weren't ready. They weren't ready for Hillary. They weren't ready yeah. for a white in woman this, president. So, in this case, I, I think it's. Strictly because they want to get the minority vote and the female vote, the polar every vote. Of him, eh? Yes, that's what I believe. To, uh, yeah, you're probably right. And on, oh, and, and one more note quickly. Uh, I don't know who you are, uh, but we love you for our new listeners in Angola. As we yes. are slowly, as we are slowly conquering the continent of Africa, one country at a time. Angola people. Right on. You think uh, you think Jim Cornette's got any listeners in Angola? I bet you he doesn't. I can't answer that, but uh, I bet you he doesn't. And uh, and on one other note, uh, our blog talk numbers, as I as I published earlier today, um, we are on our way to. Well, we'll do it this month. We will hit twenty thousand downloads, over seven thousand listens just on blog talk alone. So we're getting out there, my friend. I don't know who's listening. Where's that money? Is. When's my next check? Yeah, so that that check better uh, we better talk to Mr. Stephen P. New about some checks and some increased rates. <laughs> right on. As uh, the listenership uh, continues to grow in the Wide Bend Network, and that's it for another edition of Tim and Tom talk about well, pretty much nothing but everything. And uh, we'll see you next time, Thomas. Take us all. Peace.